Good morning. Welcome to Naples United Church of Christ on this Spring Music Sunday. My name is Reverend Angela Wells-Bean, and it's my privilege to serve as your minister for congregational care. You may have noticed that our senior minister, Reverend Dr. Dawson Taylor, is not with us today. He is enjoying vacation time. And so assisting in worship, we have Reverend Catherine Mulhern. We are grateful to have her with us this morning, as I told the choir, because none of us would want to be subjected to only my voice for the entire service. So it's great to have Catherine. She is a UCC minister and spiritual director and member of our congregation. So thank you for lending your gifts to us this morning. Um, I hope you'll take a minute to register your attendance with us. And so you will find attendance pads on the end of your pews. Please take a moment to Fill that out and pass it to your neighbor so we can know who we're worshiping with this morning. And if you're worshiping with us online, please write your name and where you're worshiping from in the comments section so that we can be in community with you as well. I want to bring two music concerts to your attention. That seems appropriate because that's the theme of the day. Tomorrow night, we have the much-anticipated Purdue Varsity Glee Club concert right here in the sanctuary. It's at 7.30 p.m., so we hope you will join us for that. And then the following day, Tuesday, is our last Tuesdays at Twilight concert for the season, and we'll have two incredible piano trios join us on Tuesday night. So if you don't get your fill of music this morning, come back tomorrow for Purdue, and then come back on Tuesday for Tuesdays at Twilight. And you can get tickets after worship today if you're in person in the gathering place. You can buy tickets on our website. You can stop by the church office or you can buy tickets at the door. So there's lots of ways to get tickets. We hope you will join us. And I have a quick announcement from our stewardship committee, which is to say that they are working on reaching out to everyone who has not filled out an estimate of giving this year, who did so last year. And so if you filled out an estimate of giving or made your contribution for the year and you haven't received an acknowledgement or a thank you note, they apologize for that and want you to know that they will be um, sending out those thank you notes as soon as they're completed with this first step. And also, if you received a reminder to please fill out an estimate of giving and you have already done so, then please disregard that reminder. So that's on behalf of the Stewardship Committee. And now, as an intergenerational congregation, let us prepare our hearts and minds for worship. Praise God. Praise God wherever you are. Praise God throughout the universe. Praise God with tambourine and with dance. Praise God with violin and flute. Praise God with drums and cymbals. Praise God with thundering organ. Praise God with tears and laughter. Let us praise God with our voices as we stand in body and spirit and sing our opening hymn. Please be seated. And will you join with me in the invocation prayer that is printed in your bulletin? God of mystery, we journey with Jesus this Lent in the certain hope that you will recreate our world so that people will live in peace and justice. 
Call us out of the wilderness of apathy and help us to reach out to those who do not know hope or love. Hear the longings of our hearts as we gather for worship and send the presence of your Holy Spirit to dwell with us once again. Amen. God of grace and glory, God of mystery and majesty, God of justice and mercy, God of all times and all places, we come to you this day in awe and wonder, filled with the gratitude for the voices and instruments that lift our spirits and soothe our souls. We give you thanks, O God, for this place, for your presence in our midst, for all the ways that we know your love in our lives and in the world. We are grateful. And yet, O God, we confess that we have fallen short of your vision for us, both by what we have done and what we have left undone. Forgive us, O God. In the midst of our shortcomings, we trust that each day you create us anew with fresh opportunities to serve you and our neighbors. Lord, you know all the places of suffering, even before we do. And we trust that you are already in those places And yet in this moment, in the silence of our own hearts, we lift to you the names of those we know who are in need of your grace and your love. O God, as a community, we lift heartfelt prayers to you. In the Ukraine, where infants and children and old people must hide from bombs and shelling, holy God, we ask for your peace. In hospital rooms that are filled with beeping machinery, Holy God, we ask for your healing. In classrooms where teachers wonder how to teach and children seek knowledge and understanding, Holy God, we ask for your wisdom. In our homes when we lie awake in the dark of night worrying about children or grandchildren or jobs or health, Holy God, we ask for your light. In the deepest places of our own hearts, where grief lies hidden from the world, Holy God, we ask for your grace. Be among us now, O Lord, as we open our hearts to hear 
as if for the first time, the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. This morning, scripture comes from Psalm 150, verses 1 through 6, and you're welcome to follow along with the reading as it is printed in your bulletins. Praise the Lord. Praise God in God's sanctuary. Praise God in God's mighty firmament. Praise God for God's mighty deeds. Praise God according to God's surpassing greatness. Praise God with trumpet sound. Praise God with lute and harp. Praise God with tambourine and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with clanging cymbals. Praise God with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Here ends our reading. I invite you to be in a spirit of prayer with me. Abiding God, our rock and our redeemer, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight this morning. Amen. So the psalm I read just a bit ago doesn't tell us how to praise God. It doesn't tell us why to praise God, but simply that we should. It is a two-word directive. Praise God, period. We should praise God all the time without ceasing. Praise God when things are great and when they're awful. Praise God when you are joyful And praise God when you're miserable. And praise God everywhere in between. This is the last psalm in the Bible, Psalm 150. And scientists who study the human brain have told us that our brains are wired to remember the most recent thing we heard. So maybe this psalm is last because it is the most important message. If you remember nothing else in the other 149 psalms, remember this. Praise God. And music is an essential way for us to praise God. Music helps us express ourselves when words fail us. Music speaks for us when we cannot bring ourselves to speak. And music helps us remember This is why when you hear a certain song, it can instantly transport you back to a place and time in your life. Anyone who has loved someone with memory loss knows that music lives on in our memories long after we have forgotten other things. Musical memories are often preserved because the key brain areas linked to musical memory are left relatively undamaged by Alzheimer's disease. When my grandmother was in the last year of her life living with Alzheimer's, she could no longer talk and she could no longer walk. And so when we visited her, we would push her around her community in her wheelchair And we would sing her favorite songs, paying no attention to what other people thought of us. 
And a few years ago, when I was planning a memorial service with, I was planning a memorial service with the daughter of a gentleman who had just passed away. We were choosing the hymns for the service, and she was in the midst of her grief and had no idea where to begin in terms of what music to choose. But I knew that her mother, the widow, had advanced Alzheimer's. And so I suggested to their daughter, let's pick songs your mom will know. And so we chose three familiar hymns. Her mother, who seemed vacant throughout the service of her beloved spouse, lit up every time one of those songs was played and she mouthed along the words. She was praising God without ceasing. Even we, when we cannot speak and we cannot remember, we can sing. And for those of you who think you cannot praise God because you don't know how to play an instrument or you cannot carry a tune, I would draw you back to this psalm. The psalm seems to list all the instruments known to the ancients. In the world that produced the psalm, no musical instrument was too loud or too clanging or too clashing or too vulgar to praise the Israelite God. No voice was too off-key. If you can speak, you can praise. If you can move your body, you can praise. If you can bash cymbals together or play a tambourine, you can praise. Perhaps that is why I chose to play percussion throughout my childhood and young adulthood, because I can make a joyful noise with those drums and tambourine. Towards the end of his illustrious career, the jazz legend Duke Ellington wrote a masterful piece. It was called Praise God and Dance, and it was based on this very psalm. At a time when jazz was often called the devil's music and was reviled by good white Christian folk, Ellington's piece made jazz a vehicle for spiritual expression. He combined the secular and the mundane and the everyday with the sacred. And this was at a time when racism ran rampant in the United States in a much more overt way than it does today. And this performer brought jazz with trumpets and cymbals and dance into stately, refined cathedrals during a period of societal turmoil. He inspired people to praise, even if there were moments when, and days when praising God and the, God that wor- and the world that God had made with all of its injustices did not come easy. Ellington reminded us that we can praise even and especially when it feels like the world is falling apart around us. Praising God through music can sustain us through the turmoil. It can carry us through transitions. It recenters God in our lives and it decenters us. It reminds us of who is in charge. Praise God according to God's surpassing greatness. During the pandemic, I was leading a remote worship service, and we had technical difficulties. The church I served before this one did not have the technological capabilities that we have been blessed with, and because of these technical problems, our service had no music. It felt like the wind had been taken out of our sails. 
the service fell flat without the music to buoy us up. I am so thankful for the music ministry and for Dr. Becky and the choir and all of our musicians who invite us to praise God through music each and every week. They help us find ways to worship and express our emotions when words from your preachers fall short. I'm thankful for the weekly reminder to praise God when it feels like the last thing I want to do. Praise God all the time without ceasing. And thanks be to God for our church's music ministry. Friends, hear the good news. So long as you have breath in your lungs, you can praise God. And may you go from this place knowing that you are a beloved child of God. You are created in God's image And I pray that you go in peace. Amen.